does have a plan for your life and a purpose, and His plans are good for you. Yes, amen. Hey, yes, in the name of Jesus, be free today. Pastor Brian, would you mind leading us in a worship song, please? Sure. My brother. It's always a blessing to have Brian with us. It's always a blessing to be here.
with the Lord there and knows that he is holy and yeah. he is worthy and he cares greatly about you you know um, I, I know that there has been a lot of uncertainty there's been a lot of storms a lot of people mm, without yeah. power a lot of things going on in people's lives and um, you know one thing that I think that has been good that's come out of this is it's made people quiet down some and Amen. spend time with their families yes, and, yes. and not be so fast-paced and to see what really matters in life and what's important and um, I know just as myself I have noticed that when I go out and about and stuff like that that there is um, there there is principalities over areas and there are things that that come because of um, what people carry and what people mm. walk in and God's greater than all those things yes. but I do want to say that I have noticed uh, a lot of unrest and a lot of depression mm. and a lot of things um, when we go out but I just want to say that greater is he that is in yeah. you than he that is in the world and we have to know that and realize that and walk in that and we have to know the authority that we walk in yeah. when we go out and we uh, are hit with depression for no reason or we go into places because you know there's a lot of people from Florida and from Texas and stuff like that and they are dealing with some major depression yes. now. they're dealing loss. with a total right. loss of everything some have lost loved ones some have lost all everything that, that they have owned and you know that that's a difficult place to be in but that's also a good place to be in as far as nothing being impossible with God Amen. and and having the Spirit of God give comfort and give grace and give love and so as a believer I just want you to know that you can take authority over the atmosphere you can take authority over depression you can take authority yes. over those things when you go out you don't have to succumb to them and to let them have their effect on you Amen. you can walk in victory and you can also bring victory bring the spirit of God bring joy bring yes. peace bring all the things that God 
has in you out to others. It could just be a smile or it could just be a hug or it could just be something encouraging that you say or do to someone that is feeling hopeless right now. They're, they're away from where their home is. They're away from all the things, all the, the comforts that they have relied upon possibly that they don't even really rely upon God. But you can bring the hope and light of Jesus Christ into those that feel hopeless. Yes, and I... I I just really feel led to just share something real quick about the power that is in the name of Jesus to bring freedom and hope to those that are addicted or oppressed. You know, sometimes uh, we see things through human eyes and, and you never really can grasp what God is capable of doing that is possible to Him but impossible without Him until you get in a situation where what you're facing is so much more stronger than you yeah. or that it's greater than your ability. And, and I've ran across things in ministry, even at times that was greater than who I was in Christ as a yeah. minister and what I knew. But one thing I have found is uh, that God knows how to deliver the godly from trials. God is yeah. an expert at delivering you out of traps and things that you're not strong enough maybe to get out of on your own. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but man, when I did drugs, after a while, drugs started doing me. Yeah. And I began to get addicted, especially heroin-based drugs and stuff. And it's it's horrible. It is a, It comes straight out of hell, I can promise you, compared to what Jesus is like. Yes. But I knew that there were times where I couldn't get free from drugs. And I've shared this several times at the Potter's House me and Brian have, you know, uh, God delivered me. And if, he, if his love and his joy wasn't greater than drugs, I would probably still be doing drugs and drugs would probably still be doing me. Mm. But I will tell you this, you can lean into Jesus and Jesus is capable of breaking all those chains yes. off of your life. Right. You may be a Christian who just backslid and got into it, maybe even, you know, smoking or whatever. And, and it's not a sin. Smoke is not a sin. It's just not profitable for your health. Right. It's, I mean, Jesus does not say don't smoke. He, it, but it's not good. It's not. It's one of those things Paul says that's lawful but not profitable. But I want to encourage you with this. What will you? Will you just give it to Jesus? Lay, lay your mountain at the feet of Jesus because the mountains are huge, and I want you to know something. They can be intimidating, and I feel like there's a lot of people who are intimidated by the voice of impossibility, in, intimidated by it, that it speaks to you every day when you go. Maybe you're struggling with the sickness in your body, and every day you wake up, you feel sick, and that thing tries to tell you, Jesus ain't a healer, mm. or you're not passing here. You can go so far, but because you're sick, you're limited. And I just want to say that God can break those limits off of us. The anointing is to break all of that worldly oppression mm -hmm. and yes. demonic things off of us. And I've been hearing over and over, the thing that breaks the yoke of the enemy is the power, the anointing of God's love and joy. And when it falls on you, now I, I feel like that being, being refreshed and, and dwelling in the secret place of the Most High and experiencing mm -hmm. the presence of God... It's like taking a, a spiritual shower. It gets all of that stuff <laughs> off you that you pick up in the world. You know, a girl can go out, and my little girls can go out and play, and they don't mean to get dirty, but it's just dirt everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, in their defense against Mama, I say, well, you know, obviously there's not a lot of grass. It's just dirty outside, and they're dirty because they're kids. But I just bought her that outfit, and I told her, do not wear that outside. <laughs> and I said, baby, it's okay. She said, nope, she disobeyed. You know, But my point being that this world's dirty, and because there's people making bad choices, and there's a, we live in a world that's fallen. There's a lot of things that are dirty, but the good news is that the, the power of God, the power of God's Word and the love of Jesus washes that stuff off of yeah. us. And, you know, when we abide in the secret place, it, all that stuff, you know, it just kind of breaks off of us. Yeah. When I get a, 
when I have an encounter with Jesus, it sets me so free. And it even reminds me of how great an unbelief I have sometimes. Mm. Nobody wants to admit that, but it's the truth. You know, I look at that and go, that's bigger than Jesus. Even though I know it's not, and, and, you know, of course the Bible says it's not. I know that. But I'm saying that there's times where I have to, I struggle. I look at things like feeding 250 meals a day to orphans in Africa through our ministry and no money coming in the mail for a week. You know, and I'm going, God, why would you put me, to, you know, like Moses, why did you do this to me? These people of yours, you know. But anyway, the Lord allows me to carry and be a part of feeding children in Angela. Um, but I just want to encourage you today. Maybe some things have gotten on you. Maybe you're struggling. Maybe being mad at somebody or unforgiveness or all of those things. Everybody has to forgive. In order to forgive, though, you have to work from a place where you're not forgiving. Does that make sense? Because otherwise you have nowhere to go. I mean, you have to really think about, you know, not for, you have to think about forgiving from the place that you've been hurt and you have a choice. So I just want to encourage you to let Jesus wash all that stuff off of you. Yeah. Just rest in God and let the Spirit of God bring freedom to your mind and to your heart. And I'll tell you, that mountain will become a molehill in the presence of God. It yeah. will melt like wax does with a candle like all of us have been looking at when the power went off. <laughs> uh, we, uh, <laughs> for a long time now, um, well, Angela had to, her and Miss Marissa, Miss Marissa, I want you to share, I call her Miss Marissa because she has a beautiful family and I love her and her husband. They're having a, uh, a women's conference here in Gainesville and Marissa's ministering at and is Ellen. that correct? And also no, Angela, no? Not in Gainesville. I'm yeah. sorry, in <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Good Lord. Man, of all the details I keep up with, that was a big one. I'm sorry. It's in Elberton, Georgia at the firehouse. But I'm going to let Miss Marissa share a little bit about what God, God, how God gave her the vision for it. And I just honor her and respect her for having the heart and the courage yeah. to try to do something. Because a lot of people talk but do nothing. But her... Uh, and her husband and her family are trying to do something for the yes. kingdom. So, Miss Marissa, tell us about it. Well, about back in March, um, I was sitting in church during worship, and the Lord began to deal with my heart about doing a women's conference. And my immediate response was, uh, no, not me. You got the wrong girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that God had been dealing with me about women's ministry, and he just began filling the details mm -hmm. to me. And... Um, he told me to name it the romance of the king because yes. God's love for us is amazing. Yes. And he wants us, everyone, to know, but there's something special women have with the Lord because they can understand the romance part of Amen. it. It's easier to understand that part of God. And he said, you know, it'll be a conference of just his love for us, showing us his love. Um, he said, today the women... Today I need my love. They need to rest in my love for them. Amen. My love is like no other. It is beautiful. It forgives. It keeps no record of wrong. It is never failing. And I'm just uh, very thankful to be a part of this conference. Um, it will be um, September 29th and 30th. We will have three services. It will be at 7 p.m. Friday night and Saturday night. And then at 10.30 on Saturday morning, um, Angela will be speaking to the services. And I'll be doing what God lays on my heart Saturday morning. I just encourage you to invite all the women, you know, to come out and be blessed by the Lord. Amen. You know, His His love is so amazing if we just tap into it. We just open our hearts to what He really has for us to say and just worship and just spend time and rest in Abba, Father God's his lap. We don't have to be strong all the time. We get Come to on. rest now that's in a good Him. Word. I'm so thankful we don't have to let our circumstances 
get in the way because our flesh may be weak, but our spirit is strong hey, in Him. Hey. And I'm thankful to be able to be here today because my flesh said no, but my mm -hmm. spirit said yes. Thank you, Lord. Just be encouraged and invite anyone you can. Um, we'll be glad to have you. Just thank you for the time. Yeah, well, Marissa, uh, you were sharing about God's love um, and how we abide in it and how that we just sit in the Father's arms and how women understand romance. And when I saw the title of the event on Facebook, um, and I knew we knew before it was invented that Angela would be speaking, I thought, man, what, what two special women God picked to do a work in this area in ladies' lives? And... Um, Y'all two are it. And I feel honored to know both of you, and I yeah. love you both and believe in you. Um, is there anything else that was on your heart you wanted to share, Marissa, along the lines of what you were sharing? Um, I just feel like the Lord is waking America up. This has been on my heart for a while with all the disasters, the hurricanes and stuff. Amen. It's taking the focus of all the evil that's going on, and it's showing the good stories that there's still yeah. good-hearted people Amen. that are willing to help in time of need, and it's showing God's love working through people who that's may right. not even know Him just by helping pick up the pieces of the lives that have been scattered and shooken by the hurricanes and disasters. And I think it is amazing to be able to see God's love on news and get rid of yes. all the evil that's yes, been yes, yes. lately. And I'm just thankful that, Amen. you know, hard times are rough, but God's beauty always shines through. You know, Marissa, Amen. I was going to say something about this if there was time, but you know, one of the things that I saw that was so beautiful is all of these things people were doing for each other. Mm -hmm. Schools were opening to take a shower. I don't know about everybody else, but I went four days with, without power, which for a missionary who's gone weeks and weeks without seeing running water, it's not that big a deal. But to girls, which is all I have, it's a big deal. I mean, showering is like an anxiety fit. I got to have a sh Destiny was running around the house. She called the power company 11 times the first night when I said, honey, listen. It's a hurricane. The power's not going to be on at least for a day or two. I have a generator we can use, but it doesn't run hot water. Wire it, Daddy. Figure out how to wire it. I said, <laughs> I said, baby, I'll get myself killed. I don't know how to do nothing like that. But anyhow, uh, I just saw people doing things for each other. And once we got yeah. the, you know, our house where we could survive with the kids at home, we got our Coleman stove out and got out a few little lanterns I had and some things I put aside that the Lord laid on my heart to collect over the years in case there was an emergency. Just being prepared is a godly thing. And, um, well, Angela, once we got our house situated, she started going through the neighborhood. Let's go see what everybody else needs. And so she was going down the block. You know, she found our neighbors and an elderly couple who really struggled to even have food in her house. And uh, uh, awesome, awesome couple that just... But, Angela, they didn't have nothing to cook on. It had been two days. They had no food, no anything. And so she took them an extra stove we had and some Coleman stuff and some supplies and stuff like that. And what an opportunity. You know, I had found that the, the Jesus in the midst of disasters is the love that God shows through his people. And I would say this, that without those type of things coming about, no one would rise to the occasion mm. of showing love in the midst of suffering. Because in reality, that's exactly the way the world is all the time. We just don't see the, the, maybe the devastation that you might have seen in this hurricane. But it's constantly God intervening in lives yeah. with love and hope that are suffering and dying and hurting. And just, uh, I, I know all of us in this room are, are ministers. And just realizing that at times I've caught a glimpse of what how He ministers to people that are suffering. And it is the most beautiful thing yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. So if you're suffering today, maybe, maybe you're struggling or you're suffering. Um, God wants to minister to you love and joy 
and hope. And I promise you that there's always hope in Jesus. Yes. There's always undiscovered treasures in God. And the greatest things that have ever happened to me in my life had nothing to do with my house, my car, my paycheck, my wallet. And really other people most of the time it had to do with God's love for me yeah. right. and God's desire to keep me. You know, if the Lord didn't keep me, I couldn't stay kept. Me I could strive and try to read my Bible and pray and do all those things, but without Jesus showing up, it don't work. No. And that's what happens when God leaves churches and God leaves Christianity, is it doesn't work and it's horrible and boring. Because yeah. Jesus makes everything exciting. Brian, what's on? You got anything you were thinking through? Yeah, you're talking about the uh, the cleansing that comes in the times where we're in the presence of God. You know, when we're just... Just sitting still and resting, like Marissa was saying, just resting in His love. And, you know, I just, I, it's my heart that people would learn to experience God and learn to encounter Him and learn to sit still. And, you know, it's hard for me. I've got little ones in the house and a lot of Ain't it demands done. <laughs> on my life. Ain't it. The power was out last week and my three-year-old wakes up with the sun. So as soon as the sun's up and I can oh, actually mercy. read my Bible, there's my three-year-old. So, but I just want to encourage you. Um, you know, maybe you don't think you can get in His presence. Maybe, I, I don't know what, what obstacles you might think are there, whether it's things that you've done or choices that you've made or the life that you're living or whatever things that might be that you just don't think you're worthy to get in God's presence. Well, I tell you, He is ready and yes. He is willing. Yeah. I heard a testimony of a young man yesterday who had been freed of addiction and been Amen. healed and then went back to it I've done and it then learned in that process that as soon as he turned to God, God was right there with yes. arms wide open ready. So just, you know, it might take it might take two or three days for me sometimes to really get the peace and quiet that I want, but if I'm pursuing that and seeking it, yes. God is ready. So every how long it takes, you keep pressing in. Yes, you know, amen. just just try to sit still and, and hear him and, and pray to him and lay your heart out before him. He already knows everything. Yes. Go ahead and tell him the truth. Be honest with him and and sit and rest, and you will discover that love that Marissa is talking about. It's, it's like nothing else. There's no, just no comparison no to comparison. it. And, and when you find that love and when you rest in it for just a moment, everything starts breaking away and falling off and giving you that cleansing like Jamie was talking about. Yeah. So take the time and rest in it. Angel, you got some. I, I can yeah. see you. Oh, I got the If you can see her in the studio, she's in here getting. And Woo. I was thinking, boy, she's well, got to work. Go you ahead. You know, I have been. I, I, I have a prayer life, and. and um, Every day, that's the first thing I do. Yes. And I'm not telling you when to do it in your day. I'm just going to say, please do it because Amen. It, it, Amen. it's awesome. But yes. I've um, Jamie has um, showed me a, a book, and it's called Practicing the Presence of mm. God. And, oh, and you know, we compartmentalize our lives so much. Yes. Like, this is Too prayer organized. time. And, Oh, hallelujah. This is prayer time, and this is this and that. And we compartmentalize our time with our family and our work and all that stuff. But I want to encourage you to, um, like like the book I'm reading, to practice the presence of God all day. Yes. Because, because I realized how much I was compartmentalizing things and how I had my time in the morning, and then I went about my day. But I have really tried to start just thinking about Jesus and just practicing that presence. Yeah. And just because He's there. Yeah. He's with you. He doesn't leave you. Right. And just just like Marissa was talking about, resting in that. And I see how much I fall short. Yeah. But you know what? That God doesn't 
look at that. He's just ready with arms wide Amen. open every time Amen. that I do. And when I sit there throughout the day, when I'm driving, what, whatever I'm doing, and I think about him, there is so much joy and there yeah. is so much peace that I'm just like beside myself trying to explain to you. It's just amazing. And I find myself just smiling and just my heart just being overwhelmed with his peace and with his love and with his joy when I will allow his presence in yes. all of my day. That's so right. I just want to encourage you. And I want to say I haven't arrived, but that is something that I am that I am striving for, that I am um, trying to find rest in his arms. All, yes. all day, do everything because I believe that He leads and guides us into all truth and Amen. He leads and guides us into things sometimes that, that His Spirit leads us into things that we don't even realize until down the road when we look back. I know in my life I've looked back and said, man, that was God. God led me to do this. Yes. God led Amen. me to do that. Or God led my husband He didn't put a big old sign up either. No, he just right. led and you so after how prayer. Much, how much greater victory, how much greater peace, how much greater love and joy can we have in our lives if we will open up our lives, not compartmentalize, but open up our whole life to Him, our whole day to Him, Every day, every moment, yes. and how what great of an impact we can have that can have in our life, but not only in our life, but the lives of those around us. Yeah, and I haven't arrived at that, and I've heard the Lord speaking to me recently and said, "Let let me in the rest of your day." Yeah. yeah. And I remember my daddy. Uh, we got about three minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you close. But I remember my daddy used to sit with his eyes. I, my dad came to Christ. Majority, the reason was the what the Lord did in my life first. You want to get to a parent, get to their child, you know. And, and um, But anyway, I just wanted to, he used to sit with his eyes closed. And when I read that book, I read, it brought back to my memory, my, my father just passed away, that he had, that he used to sit there and I'd ask him, Daddy, what are you doing? He said, thinking on Jesus. Mm. And that would just be, I mean, he would just do it for 10 minutes and he'd get up and go piddle in the yard and do whatever. And then come back an hour later, I'd see him out there, well, in five-gallon buckets sitting by the tomatoes. Daddy, what are you doing? Resting, thinking on Jesus, Jamie, and I, and just so when I read that book, it brought memories of how my dad left me a godly heritage, like I want to leave my children. Uh, Miss Marissa, we got about a minute and a half. Would you like to close us in prayer and then just share anything as the Lord puts on your heart while you're praying, please? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time that you've allowed us to come together and speak your voice, Amen. Father God, for allowing us to be your voice, Father God. And God, I just pray for those that are out there that are hurting and earning for you, God, and they don't even know it, God, that you will be revealed to them through this show, Father God. Amen. And I pray that somebody will come along and tell them about you, Father. Lord, I just pray for those that are hurting. I just, there's a desperate cry in this city. They want something real, God, and what they're missing is you, God. And I pray today Amen. that they find you, Father. They Thank find you, your Lord. unconditional love that you have for us, Father. Lord, I just pray, God, that their day will be blessed and that things will happen and they'll only be able to give you the credit, yes. God. And I just thank you for this time for my brothers and sisters, Father God. Amen. I just pray over their ministry, Father God. Thank I just you, thank you, Lord, for this time Amen. and the relationship with the radio station here at Elberton, Father God. But we just thank you and we praise you in all things. In Amen. the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God is for you. God is on your side. You never have to wonder. And just remember, when all else is said, we love you and he loves you more than anything in the world. We'll see you next week.